22. Find out uh, a little bit about what's going on in the Proteus camp. Obviously, A.B. de Villiers out because of surgery. He's been operated on tomorrow. And also the... A fantastic performance of uh, Timber Bavuma this past weekend against Ireland. But that's all coming up. Let's start with some football news. Maritzburg United coach Ernst Middendorp has cast doubts over his future at the club after last night's successive premier, third successive premiership defeat. The team of choice went down 1-0 to Polokwane City at the Harry Gwala Stadium after turning in a poor performance in front of their home fans. Middendorp, who helped uh, the club secure one of the greatest escapes in Premier Soccer League history last season when they narrowly avoided relegation, says he is at his wits end I don't know if I can uh, uh, produce furthermore this energy what the club needs what the team needs uh, to stand for it uh, and to continue this fight uh, for right and wrong uh, I don't know if I can do this I have to sleep about it uh, we have to talk about it in the moment we are stuck we played the very very good football over the entire matches Maritzburg have dropped to 12th in the log after the loss and Middendorp believes his team are struggling mentally. Uh, there are reasons for it. Reasons for it uh, where, where I know, uh, being long enough in this soccer, uh, this is the mind, this is the brain, this is uh, how you deal with certain circumstances and the circumstances are absolutely uh, uh, causing a, a situation like this today. Tonight, Golden Arrows look to extend their lead atop the Premiership. They play Super Sports United at the Princess Mogogo Stadium. Baroque FC are a welcome. Chipper United, Free State Stars host Kaiser Chiefs. And Kaiser Chiefs are also going to be without striker Ryan Moon. He underwent surgery on Monday and has been ruled out of action for six weeks. Internationally, England manager Sam Allardyce has apologised to the public after he was forced to step down as England boss to 67 days and one match in charge of the national team. Allardyce was captured in an undercover sting negotiating lucrative speaking engagements in the Far East as well as advising supposed Far East investors on how to get around Football Association rules on third party ownership and uh, England under 21 coach Gareth Southgate has agreed to take charge of the senior team's next four matches there are a host of Champions League action to look forward to tonight as well the pick of those fixes Arsenal up against FC Basel Barcelona away to Borussia Mönchengladbach and Man City are away to Celtic on to rugby now, Springbok prop Julian Riedlinghuis has returned to the Springbok squad following a hamstring injury and he says the team are looking forward to doing the basics right on Saturday when they take on Australia in the Castle Lager Rugby Championship. Riedlinghuis says as a team they're not too concerned about what the Wallabies will bring. They're concentrating on their own game first. I think the most important thing for us is to focus on our job and to do what we do well. And then what goes on in front of you, you can manage. So I think that's our focus point to focus on ourselves doing all things what we do, doing that to the best of our abilities. Ellis Park has long been a stronghold for Springbok Rugby, but Reeling Hay says there's no reason why Loftus can't be the same. Yeah, I think it is, it's, it's very much similar to Ellis Park if you think altitude. So for us, it's, it's also close to home, so we still sleep in our own beds at night. It's not like we go to hotels. So I think that plays a big, big part. Um, but like we said earlier, uh, Loftus is a proud proud rugby park so I think we take a lot of pride in it um, it's a home game for us so we're going to have a lot of pride the guys are going to bring a little bit extra so I think we're going to we're looking forward to playing in front of our own crowd again apparently there's a lot of tickets sold 
Wayne Barnes going to be refing that game on Saturday. In Curry Cup news, Keegan Daniel returns for the Sharks as captain Wazim Vovo replaces Wandile Njekevu on the wing as they take on the Lions on Friday. Meanwhile, centre Damien Delende and hooker Mike Willems return as uh, two of five changes to the Western Province team that will take on the Boerland uh, Cavaliers tomorrow. And staying with news out of Boerland, Alan Zondach has resigned as director of rugby with immediate effect. On to some cricket news, New Zealand all-rounder Jimmy Nishim has been ruled out of the second test against India. He's picked up a rib injury. One day international that took place in Mirpur has just concluded Bangladesh going down to Afghanistan by two wickets. Afghanistan getting the score with just two balls remaining. In tennis news, world number five, Simona Halep has eased past Yaroslava Shedova, 6-3 and 6-3 to set up a Wuhan Open last eight clash with America's Madison Keys. Keys overcame Daria Katskinka, 6-1, 4-6 and 6-4 to book her spot in the quarters. And finally, two-time Olympic pole vault champion Yelena Izmayeva will stand in the All-Russian Athletics Federation presidential elections that are due to take place before the end of the year. Coming up next year on SAFM Sports Wrap, we'll chat some cricket. SAFM Sports Wrap. Well, we are smack bang in the middle of uh, international cricket window. The Proteas in action against Australia. The first of those one-day internationals takes place on Friday in Centurion. A fantastic victory over Ireland this past weekend at Willamore Park in Benoni. We join now by the convener of selectors for uh, the Proteas, Mr. Linda Zoni. Linda, welcome on to SAFM Sports Chat. Thanks for, for your time this evening. Uh, exciting times. International cricket back on South African soil. It seems like it's been a long time, but uh, good performance by the Proteas on, on, on the weekend. You must be but must be pretty tough now we're going into this uh, Australian series. Absolutely. It's always nice um, when, you, when you see players coming through the way they did, especially in all, in all, in all roles um, that we're looking for. In the middle role, we saw JP Domini and Piradin coming through for us. And in the front, we saw Quentin de Kock as well, you know, having some, some good knocks in, in, in the middle. And uh, for us, I think that, that, that most of all is the is the is the stand up of Uma, the way he performed. As you recall, that we we it was one of those games that we it's important for us to 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 increase the pool of our players. And um, so to to see Temba perform the way he did is exciting, and it just it just cementing that our plan as we're moving forward in terms of increasing the pool of players that we have available to us is is working. So we're quite excited. So hopefully. Um, the players that will rejoin the squad, the, the, the likes of Hashim Amla, the Delstein, um, the players will see that we are in business. We need to make sure that we start the process. But for us, this, this Australian series is a, it's a start of a plan towards the Champions Trophy next year and then, and what's going to happen beyond. So we're quite excited. Hopefully the players will come through for us. Linda, does Timba Bavuma's performance on the weekend pose, and, and the cliche says it's always, it's, it's always difficult to know who to leave out as opposed to put in, but does he leave the selection panel with, with a few headaches? I mean, we saw what he can do on, 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 on the weekend. No disrespect to Ireland. They're not the greatest of teams, but it still takes a lot of skill to opening, uh, opening an innings uh, in international cricket. The pitch wasn't the easiest to play on, and he just showed what a class cricketer he is. Absolutely. I think without disrespect, well, I, agree, I agree to you. Um, we, we cannot look, look down on Ireland. I mean, they beat, they beat, um, they, they beat England, um, I, think, I think it was last year or so. Um, I, I, think, I think for us, yes, it, 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 it is a nice problem to have. But I think the key that we're looking for is the increasing of the base of players in different roles. 
When you look at Temba, you see how well he plays in, in, in a red ball, which is a long format. You can see his skill and the way he plays. He does fit in, in the role up front. So it was an opportunity for us against Ireland to see what Temba can, can offer, you know, so that we can, we, we, we are as good as our backup players that we have for the protest setup. As you are aware that we are in, 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 in a, in a position whereby from the spinning department, we've got so many variations that you can look at. We've got left arm spinners, we've got right spinners, you know, you've, you've got, you've got everything that when you look at the spinning department, one can choose from. Also, when you look at the bowling all rounder, we've got, we've got Chris, we have Chris Morris, we've got, we've got Wayne Pandel now, we've got these two youngsters, we've got, we've got Pesuayo, we've got Grant Richardson. That is increasing the bowling, the bowling all rounder position for us to choose from. So for Chamber to come through and actually executing the, our plan as we're moving forward, it's very exciting for us in terms of how we can structure and, and balance the team as we move forward. So we're very excited and um, as we move forward. Absolutely. Looking at uh, the skipper, Avi de Villiers, obviously not good news with that elbow of his, that impingement. Uh, I've heard that he's going to un- undergo surgery tomorrow, so he's out for the, for the whole Australian series as well as the, the tour to Australia for that test series. That, that's not good news for South African cricket, but again, it, it gives us an opportunity to, to, to test out other players and, and see who can fill that void, because uh, as we know, players don't stick around forever, and the time will come when, when Avi will, will call it quits. It's a big blow, but um, without it, like you're saying, it, it gives opportunity to other players. It's important that to, uh, a player like Abby De Villiers is a player that you cannot replace. You know, he is a world-class player, but also it just gives also opportunity to other players to, to, to come through and perform, you know, and for, for South Africa. At the end of the day, we are, good, we are as good as the, the team that we picked and in, 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 they're going to go there and represent us. So we... We, 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 we said, but as long as we're going to make sure that by the time that we will require AB for, for, for Sri Lanka tour, um, series back home, we, he's, is available for us. But for now, we, we, we're looking forward to see the players that we, we have who grow the 16, the squad of 16. And, um, as I said again, we, we, we do have a backup players. Inclusion of Tamba, the way he did well, he, he, he is already in, 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 in sort of like, um, a backup player that we're going to look at as we move forward. So we're quite excited of where we are as a team, and also we're looking forward to see how our boys will, will, will do will do against Australia. Yeah, absolutely. It's always a great series, Linda. Thank you so much for your time once again here on SAFM. Much appreciated. Enjoy this series, and uh, let's hope it's a positive one for the Proteas and uh, pick up a series win over a, a very good Australian side. It should be a, a great, great series of cricket. Thanks for your time tonight. Thank you very much. SAFM Literature. Three hours of words and writing, books and reading, stories, shelfies, drama and more. Join us every Sunday between 1 and 4 for a whole lot of literate listening. On Thursday, 29 September 2016, South Africa will celebrate World Maritime Day under the theme Shipping Indispensable to the World. Free State MEC for Police, Roads and Transport, Mr. Butana Kompela, will lead the celebrations on behalf of Transport Minister, Mr. Puo Peters. The annual event is celebrated on the last week of September by International Maritime Organization member states across the world to celebrate and raise awareness about maritime issues. In South Africa, the focus will be on educating learners 
learners from previously disadvantaged communities about careers and bursary opportunities available in the maritime sector. This event will take place at the Forever Resorts at the Kharip Dam Free State Province starting from 9am. This message is brought to you by the Department of Transport. SAFM celebrates 80 years of information, and as part of our history, we go back to some of the first recorded programs. The most rewarding part of our job was the recording of messages home. Records were flown back from the front, and relatives and friends would flock to Broadcast House to hear the voice of their far-off soldier, sailor, or airman. Introduce King Edward Masinga, first Zulu announcer of the SABC, and for many years, chief Zulu announcer at our Durban studios. So, Lucian Bengalela, Mabantakam Chonegandab. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the way the Zulus are being greeted by their people when they start to address them in any sort of a meeting. The station, which on the 1st of May 1950 said, Good morning, South Africa. This is Springbok Radio. Now says, Good night, South Africa. This was Springbok Radio. Roger Dwyer read from Agatha Christie's Halloween Party. There'll be another episode tomorrow evening at a quarter past nine. But for now, Radio South Africa is closing down. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. This is Sport on SAFM, every supporter's greatest resource. You're listening to SAFM Sports Wrap, and uh, last night there was a whole host of Champions League uh, football action taking place. Tonight, pretty much the same. We join now by football pundit Justin Turin. Justin, welcome. Thanks for, for joining us on SAFM Sports Wrap again. Nice to catch up. Yeah, good to be uh, chatting to you once again, Brad. And uh, looking forward to uh, a lot of uh, Champions League action coming uh, tonight again. Uh, the truth of the matter is you're only looking forward to the Arsenal game, but we'll touch on that <laughs> in, a, <laughs> in a moment. Let's let's look back at last night and, and some of those results last night. And uh, a couple of big wins. One of them, I think, was for Leicester City up against Porto. 1-0 the scoreline. Uh, but a lot of people have questioned, yes, the league champions and uh, questioned their, their, their sort of pedigree. But, gee, two from two so far for the, the English champions. Champions, what a great start to, to their Champions League campaign. Absolutely, and I mean, last night was their first game that they were playing in the Champions League at home, so in front of their own fans, I think it was a special, special night uh, if you were a Leicester City fan. Not quite the same though in the league, but I mean, uh, maybe uh, maybe they can uh, focus a little bit on the Champions League, see how far they can go and uh, see if they can live this dream out, because they've already proven themselves in the, uh, the Premier League, so maybe they're trying to prove... Uh, all the doubts is a little bit wrong in uh, the Champions League. And like I say, two from two, nobody can really argue with that. I'm sure that they'd love to take that kind of form, though, into their domestic uh, games coming up in the weekend. But, yeah, a good win, uh, 1-0 win last night over FC Porto. So I'm sure that they, they're, they're super happy about that. Yeah, another one of the English counterparts were away from home uh, in Moscow, up against CSKA and uh, Tottenham Hotspur winning there by one goal to nil. That's a great win for Spurs. Yep, first one uh, that they've won in the Champions League for this season as well. Uh, so I'm sure that they'll be happy and away from home. Uh, these Champions League games are never, ever easy away from home. So for them to have gone and got the three points there, that should uh, really help them in uh, trying to get through to uh, the next stage of the Champions League. And then, of course, uh, I think probably the one that I was most surprised about was the uh, Dortmund and Real Madrid game. I mean, even though Real were away from home, I think a lot of people thought that uh, they would manage to uh, to put uh, three points and get three points uh, from Borussia Dortmund. But... Uh, Dortmund had a really, really good game last night and uh, managed to, to, even though they were at home, managed to hold on to one point and managed to uh, take two points away from Real Madrid. 
which I'm sure they'd be much more disappointed with that than what uh, Borussia Dortmund would have been. So that was probably the surprise result for me. I think uh, Juventus winning 4-0 last night, that was kind of standard. It actually, towards the end, though, when I saw the highlights package, I saw that it was just kind of, it looked like a bunch of kids playing in the park. It, it was a bit of a walkover. So I think uh, apart from the, the Dortmund-Madrid uh, game, most of the other ones kind of went the way that uh, most people were expecting it to go. Yeah, absolutely, and, and I think you, you mentioned Real Madrid. I think they'll be disappointed with that draw, particularly that it was a late equaliser. It was uh, three minutes from mm. time, so uh, they almost just let that one slip where they should have come away with maximum points. They didn't, so uh, in a case like that, they'll probably feel like it was a, a bit of a loss. But let's look ahead to tonight. I mentioned the team that you're crazy about, Arsenal. Uh, they're at home tonight against uh, FC Basel. How do you see that one go? Yeah, I think uh, Arsenal really had a good start to uh, the Champions League when we played PSG away from home, and that. And I kept maintaining that uh, getting one point away from home in the Champions League isn't a bad result at all. So I think uh, the way that our domestic form has also been uh, the last three games, we've had three wins in the Premier League and one of them obviously being uh, Chelsea. So I think there's tons and tons of confidence in the Arsenal team at the moment. Bar for Cockerland getting injured over the weekend, I think we've got pretty much a fully fit team. And uh, I, I can't really see Arsenal slipping up. I hope I'm not jinxing anything. Uh, but I really, really uh, can't see uh, Arsenal slipping up tonight. I'm pretty confident that we'll walk away with all three points. And it's going to be interesting tonight as well to see Arsenal take on FC Basel because there's actually two brothers that, uh, the two uh, Xhaka brothers that are playing against each other tonight. So it must be quite weird to be uh, the parents to the two of them and you kind of don't know who to support because your one son's playing for the Arsenal and your one son's playing for FC Basel. So that's going to be quite a, a nice little uh, match-up to see uh, the two brothers going at it against each other. It could be some arguments at breakfast uh, on that one tomorrow. <laughs> Justin, looking, looking at one of the other games and, and looking at what happened in, in the first sort of night of matches, Barcelona away to Borussia Mönchengladbach. Barcelona scoring seven in their opener. Uh, Gladbach conceding four, this one could go one sure. way and one way badly. Yeah, we could hit double figures as far as <laughs> Barcelona goes tonight. Uh, it could be a cricket score. I think Mitch and Gladbach just have to kind of sit back and play for the draw. If, I, if I'm honest with you, I don't think they should be trying to go and attack and get goals in that. I think this Barcelona team, you've just really got to sit back and play a very defensive game tonight and, and try and see if you can almost uh, play the Mourinho game of parking the bus. Uh, for a full 90 minutes and see if you could somehow walk away with, with a draw. Having said that, I mean, to try and get Barcelona to not score and keep a clean sheet against Barcelona, not many teams can say that they can do that. So I think it's going to be a long 90 minutes for Borussia Mönchengladbach tonight against Barcelona, and I'm sure it's going to be a very, very hard-scoring match, if I have to be honest with you. Yeah, I've got a funny feeling there might be uh, quite a few goals in the other match in that group as well. The group C at Celtic uh, against Manchester City. Obviously, Celtic got hammered by Barcelona last week, and it was Man City who inflicted that 4-0 win uh, or 4-0 loss on Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, you see Man City too strong for Celtic tonight, or will Celtic bounce back from that loss? They have to. Uh, I must be honest with you, but I, I, can't, I can't really see Celtic getting anything out of this game. Again, I know that it's two different tournaments, and some may argue that domestic form doesn't count for anything in the Champions League. I mean, Leicester are the prime example of that. But, I mean, City has just got such a winning recipe at the moment. It seems like any competition that they're playing in, they, they really just know what they're doing. They turned on. Pep seems to have got all of his ducks in a row, and he seems to know what he's doing there. And that they're away from home. I think the crowd will probably play a bit of a factor. But whether that's 12th man of the crowd, whether they're even going to be enough to help Celtic uh, get anything out of the game, uh, I can't really see that happening at all. Uh, 
uh, I've got to say that I think City are going to go there and make sure that they get maximum points. Mm. Those are obviously in, in, in Group C, but some, some other great games too tonight. PSG is in action. Uh, they should, I mean, they're away from home, but uh, they're a class outfit. They should win that one. And then Napoli against Benfica should be a pretty interesting match as well. Mm, indeed. And yeah, with the PSG game, obviously, uh, all the Arsenal fans are hoping that somehow that uh, Ludogorets managed to get a draw out of that result. That would be a, a nice result for us. Um, but I can't really see that happening. And uh, uh, the, the big one that I'm looking forward to tonight that I'm going to be jumping around and trying to see between the Arsenal uh, game is obviously the big, big, big one tonight. Let's go Madrid taking on Bayern Munich. That's got to be the one that all eyes are on tonight. And uh, you just you just don't know. Let's go Madrid. They can really turn it on when they want to. But uh, obviously if you... If, if, I don't know. I feel like most people are going to want to go with Bayern as a win. I think Let's go are going to give them a run for their money. And they're at home. I, I think Bayern would actually do well tonight to, to get all three points. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Atletico grabbing a late win or something like that right at the end and uh, walking away with three points. That, that's really going to be the game of the evening, I think. Yeah, and I think we've left the best for last. So we'll leave it at that. Justin Turin, thank you so much for your time this evening here on SAFM Sports Track. Much appreciated. Enjoy the footy tonight. I'm sure you're going to. We look forward to touching base again soon. Cheers. Thanks, bye. It's the channel with everything. Drama, documentary, comedy, and a whole lot more. And it's all been seen before. The Encore Channel. Top-notch TV entertainment taking an affectionate look back at SABC's rich history. Showcasing all those television moments of yesteryear that will never grow old. You may have seen it before. You may never have seen it. But one thing's for sure. You can watch it now on Encore. Channel 156 on DSTV. You start that... You're tuned to SAFM 104 to 107. You can also catch us on the DSTV audio bouquet on channel 814 as well as online at safm.co.za. South Africa and Australia kick off their five-match ODI series this Friday at Centurion. Join me, Johan Daru, for all your live cricket crossings as the Proteas battle the number one ranked ODI team in the world right here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. SAFM Sports Wrap. On to some rugby now here on SAFM and the Castle Lager Rugby Championship action returns this weekend. South Africa taking on Australia and the All Blacks taking on Argentina for the box. Much at stake at Loftus Fasfeld. They've only won one game so far this season. The pressure is on Alistair Kutsia and the rest of the team. We join now by rugby journalist Johan Ferreira. Johan, welcome on to SAFM Sports Wrap once again. Uh, this past weekend was, uh, was fantastic. No, no depressing rugby to chat about, but uh, I'm starting to get nervous as we get closer to the weekend. Hi, Brad. Yeah, it depends who you support, because domestic <laughs> rugby carries on, and we're counting down towards the Curry Cup semi-final. So, you, you know what? If you support the Springboks and your uh, Curry Cup team lost, it, it's been a tough time, man. <laughs> that it has. <laughs> let, let, let's talk box. The, the pressure is is mounting on on the Springboks. They They've got a, a big task ahead of them this weekend. Australia haven't been in great nick either, and uh, they beat us in, in Australia. They're going to come here and try and do the double, aren't they? Most definitely. They, they will have uh, confidence on their side. Interesting to see how they're approaching the match from a, a verbal point of view. We're not solely for one. Let's come out very quickly and say, uh, Springbok supporters, don't despair. Stick with your team. It's a process, and everything takes time to put in place, and the box will come right. 
So sweet talking the box before the game. There's no doubt that they are coming here to win. They think that the box are wounded. They, they've got one over us already this year. So uh, I, I think it's a good, a good method just to sweet talk us and then put us in a, a, a different space. But uh, we, we've got a lot to prove. And look, you know what? Let's you know, cut to the chase. I, I really do believe that we will win this weekend. I, I, I seriously believe that we can get up for the challenge, especially at Northwest Fairfield. Um, today I, I saw that 41,000 tickets have been sold already. That's a good omen because uh, it means that the Springbok supporters are, are giving them another chance, giving our team another chance, and that's uh, that's a positive sign. But I don't think the will need no extra motivation, especially if it's a sold-out North Just to say, guys, it's now or never. If you lose on Saturday, then we, we're going to be in for, for a rough time. It's going to be a, a bad rest of the year. We need to win. And this is, this, 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 it's not even debatable. We need to beat the Wallabies. Uh, then we can negotiate going forward, looking into the All Black game. And I do believe that we still have the talent in the school to beat the Wallabies. And hopefully we, it can all come together. Yeah, Johan, you mentioned it's now or never. It's important that we do win on Saturday because coming up after this game is the All Blacks. And we, we've all seen what the All Blacks have, have done so far, not just this season, but I mean for the last four years, eight years. They, they've just been the side to beat in, in world rugby. And uh, if we don't win against Australia on Saturday, going into that All Black test, low on confidence is, is uh, I mean, you're walking into something where you, you're setting yourself up for a hiding second to none. Well, definitely. And, and you know, Brad, the, the, the team must still be collected that tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock. So now we're waiting to see a lot of media speculation about Alton Yankees, Johan Gwersen and Faske Clark and the, the possible role that they won't be playing. The fact that they will all be excluded even from the matchday squad. Now, where does that leave us? Suddenly there's speculation around Mornay Spain and uh, Rudy Page as a combo. Pat Lambie playing off the bench. Now, a lot of... A lot of people will say, really, are we now going with Rudy Page and Morneau Stein? That, that, that immediately sparks the base. Would you give Alton another go? I certainly won't. Judge purely on form. Pastor Clark is an interesting one, because I don't think he's had that bad as bad a season. I, I don't think he was good against All Blacks, but I don't think he deserves to be dropped. I think he's been one of the bigger players in the Springbok squad. Where does that leave Pastor Clark? Now putting Rudy Page in there, the pressure environment, the 19 combination for me has to fire, not negotiable. They haven't really played together, Rudy Page and Mornay Stone. That's going to be interesting to, to see what the confidence that they bring to the party. And if they don't get us over the advantage line, we're going to be in for some tough times. But that's speculation. Alice could, could come out and say, I'm going to put Pat Landy as my starting flyer, and I'll play Mornay off the bench. So there's a lot of, a lot of this and that and the other, but it's, it's not confirmed as yet. And that all adds to the tension of build-up week into a test match. Let, let's talk about Patrick, Patrick Lambie for, for a moment, John, if, if we can. Obviously, he hasn't seen much game time. I think it was the 11th of June that he went off uh, in that test against Ireland in the first test with that massive concussion. Uh, we've heard this week how that's knocked him just from a uh, from a, a physical perspective, but also just he was talking about how he struggled to get out of bed in the morning. It's really, really knocked him. Surely you'd want someone like that to to sort of almost ease their way back into the game. Throwing him into into a test match against the Wallabies when the team is under massive pressure is not the right way to go about it. Most definitely so. And, and you know the irony is that the, the match that he that he was brought back into South African rugby was the Sharks in Eastern Province in a a shocker in Durban where the weather reflected 1995 South Africa against France in that World Cup match. So Patrick Lambie had a second half against 
the team at the bottom of the log, but the conditions didn't help him at all. So what did we learn out of that? Well, just A, that Patrick Handy can play 40 minutes of rugby in, a, in wet conditions. So that didn't help his cause either. I would play him off the bench. I wouldn't start him. Um, but again, now that he's goal, uh, Elton against Mourne is the, the, the bait. So, um, yeah, play him off the bench, but I do still believe Pat Lambie is the way to go looking ahead. And especially if he does come through this game against Australia, then it means that he could start in Durban, his home venue and uh, Springboks against the All Blacks. That's where you really need your, your best team on the field. And nothing against Mourne is saying, but uh, I do think that Patrick Lambie will be the first choice sooner rather than later. Johan, I'm throwing a curveball here, not that it's going to change anything for this weekend because he's not in the squad, but we've uh, seen a, a pretty impressive performance by Francois Stein uh, in Europe this past weekend. And uh, one of the big things that Alistair Coutier has been talking about is playing the game that's in front of you and, and making the right decisions. And Francois Stein has proved time and time again that he is a player who can do that. Surely someone who, who had, had a fallout with previous administrations should get another look in. He's an absolute class player, isn't he? He is. I, I, I have no doubt about it. I just wonder how much damage has been done between Mornay, uh, between Francois Stein, the individual, and Esme Rugby, the entity. And I don't know if there is, if it can be fixed. I, I would love to see Francois Stein back in the Springbok shirt, but I don't think that's going to happen. I would, I know again, playing for, provincial, for a provincial team, you're going to look um, much different than when you play for, for the Springbok team. I would love to see Ruan Janssen van Rensburg based on form. He's a sizable guy. He can get you over the advantage line. He's had a great season. I would love him to be a part of the Springbok squad. And I would really like Jakub Priel to start a match for the Springbok. That is what I would like to see this weekend. And I would like to see Pat Lamby introduced pretty quickly into the beast. And for our forwards to dominate, to gel, to play as a unit. And for us to not take a step back, to dominate the collision area, to, to get a couple of features in there. To, to play in your face rugby and go and win the test and win it handsomely. Because Australia are not that good a team. And we've, they've shown it as well. They've, they've been through some tough times. It's time that the Springboks stand up and they need to be counted and the seniors need to lead from the front. There's a lot of pressure on Adrian Strauss. A lot of people coming out saying that he needs to go now. He's indicated that he wants to retire at the end of the season, get rid of him now. So Adrian needs to say, right, I'm going to lead from the front. I'm going to inspire the, the, my troops. And we're going to win this test, not for ourselves, but we're going to win it for our country. And this is the weekend we need to do it. Absolutely. Johan Ferreira, thank you so much. Obviously, all speculation, that team getting announced tomorrow. We'll have all the details for you on PM Live tomorrow afternoon. Johan, enjoy the game. Let's hope it's a positive one for the Springboks and we can take some momentum into the All Black Clash next weekend. Thanks for your time. Anytime. Thanks, Brad. SAFM Sports Wrap. That's it for SAFM Sports Wrap tonight. Thank you so much for listening. Coming up on the other side of your 7 o'clock news, it is the talk shop Nancy Richards in for Naledi Malayo, who's celebrating her birthday today. Happy birthday, Naledi. I uh, hope there are many, many more. Thank you very much to my producer, Siobhan Chetty, uh, for tonight's show. From myself, Brad Brown, have yourself a great evening. It is 7 o'clock in time for your news.